Good afternoon, I'm Ann Vandersteel, and welcome to the Zelenko Report, where truth and God are taking down the tyranny of our time. Today, we return to our explosive series on 9-11 with Richard Gage of richardgage911.org. We're going to be talking about the parallels between 9-11 and COVID. Imagine that. There might actually be some similarities. We would like to thank our sponsor today from ZStack Life. Use your promo code FOUNDATION for protection of your immune system, as well as getting a great night's sleep with MyPillow.com. Same promo code FOUNDATION. And don't forget, you need to protect your family's wealth in these tumultuous times with KirkElliottPhD.com forward slash and get your consultation on gold and silver as an alternative for sound money. We'll be right back with Richard Gage from 911.org to dive back in to what happened back on September 11th, 2001. At the Brighton store, we offer a variety of colloidal silver solutions that we make in Texas using Texas rainwater and specialized circuitry that I personally designed to produce silver ions in purified rainwater. We have a colloidal silver extra strength spray, a silver-based first aid gel, as well as a colloidal silver herbal mouthwash solution that people just rave about. Each one of these is subjected to our rigorous laboratory testing for metals, glyphosate, and microbiology in order to ensure product purity and safety for your health. We manufacture our own silver products right in the heart of Texas and deliver them to you using our own warehousing and fulfillment infrastructure that we built to serve real America. All of us here at Brighteon, thank you for your support. Shop our silver products at brighteonstore.com. This was made possible by Brighteon.com. After being deplatformed by YouTube, I built Brighteon.com so that we can speak. All voices of dissent are welcome. Join Brighteon.com now. Post your videos today and start building an audience there where you will not be censored. Brighteon.com. The world we once knew is collapsing. We're being warned to expect rolling blackouts, and our political leaders are deliberately shutting down pipelines, fuel refineries, nuclear power plants, and energy exploration. The currency is collapsing, while financial assets are plummeting in value, and the global food supply is being deliberately decimated. To survive this war being waged on humanity, you need more than just regular prepping. You need resilient prepping. And that's the title of my new free audiobook, Resilient Prepping. You can download the entire audiobook and a printable PDF transcript for free right now at resilientprepping.com. Resilient Prepping teaches practical strategies for prepping in three layers, high-tech, low-tech, and no-tech. Resilient Prepping is your ultimate guide to surviving the total collapse of the world as we know it, because that's exactly what globalists are trying to achieve. Download this entire audiobook for free right now at resilientprepping.com. Welcoming back for episode six of this journey down, uncovering the mysteries from crime scene to courtroom with Richard Gage of 911.org. Richard Gage, 911.org. Richard, it is great to see you. Last week, we talked about extreme heat and how yeah. that played a role in disintegrating the towers, or was it extreme heat? Was there something else going on? I think we have determined that there was definitely something else going on that would cause that extreme heat. And today, we're going to be talking about the parallels that we have now uncovered between 9-11 and COVID. There's 14 of them. It's great to have you back. Thank you, Anne. This is going to be fun. Yeah, we looked at the evidence of thermite and nanothermite, extreme heat that the official narrative can't even account for. In <laughs> fact, uh, uh, let me show you uh, what we have uh, discovered in the last uh, five episodes for those of you who missed this, you've really got to go back uh, through these deep dives. We start with uh, one, two, and all the way up to five. What we found, and was that we have a sudden onset of destruction. We have patterned explosions and flashes of light. 
we have straight down symmetrical progression outside the footprint, such that all the steel and the concrete, uh, almost all of it literally, uh, was uh, well outside the footprint. So it couldn't have contributed to the collapse, neither the steel nor the concrete, which is together more than three quarters of the weight of, this, of these buildings. We found that there's ejections of four ton and eight ton structural steel sections uh, laterally out of the towers. Uh, gravity works down, right? We right. found that we have a near free fall acceleration of both of these towers at about two thirds of free fall, meaning uh, the structure gave almost no resistance underneath. We found that the structure was shattered all the way down to the uh, footprint of these buildings. We found that we have the uh, ejections of building materials called squibs, isolated explosive ejections uh, occurring 20, 40, 60 stories down below uh, the main destruction zone. We found that we have pyroclastic-like clouds of pulverized concrete heated up uh, in, in, in these incredible clouds and cauliflower-shaped forms, uh, this, like a volcano. Uh, we found that we have evidence of molten steel, molten iron, even by FEMA, the author of the first report that came out. Uh, hot sulfur corrosion attack on the steel. We have evidence of thermite and thermite incendiaries throughout all the World Trade Center dust. Uh, and, and in coming out of the tower in forms of molten iron. The World Trade Center structural engineer himself, Leslie Robertson, saw a pool of molten iron. So with all of that, we have to ask ourselves, uh, since that becomes direct evidence of destruction by fires with additional circumstantial corroborative testimony and eyewitness statements, uh, this uh, became for uh, us proof of controlled demolition, a body of proof that 3,600 architects and engineers have now staked their reputations after having looked at this information and having an informed opinion, uh, came to the conclusion that we've got to have a real investigation. Many of them have been, uh, have testified now uh, on uh, recording, video recording uh, in our film, 9-11 Crime Scene to Courtroom. And that is going straight to the grand jury's hands if we have our way with the Supreme Court, who we're, we've asked now in a major filing to support us in getting this evidence into the hands of the grand jury, because the, we, the U.S. attorney in Manhattan has been gatekeeping this. So it's gone all the way now to the Supreme Court. And we're waiting uh, for some real uh, action mm -hmm. there. Uh, so the question is, uh, given all of this evidence, um, do we even dare to dig a little deeper? And oh, look? we do. <laughs> we do on this show, Richard. We dare to go all the way to the bottom of the ugly barrel and unearth that horrible truth, but we're going to get to it. I hope you answer for all of our viewers today, because I've found that a lot of people are a little concerned about, about where this might lead. I mean, well, the guilty parties, the guilty parties are concerned, but I think honest Americans who have lost loved ones, and we all know people who perished that day. I think those yep. people would like an answer. We're owed that. We're owed the truth. This is the, this is our government. They're supposed to work for us, Richard. So thank you for doing this. Oh, you're so welcome. Because in the last uh, two and a half years, we've been had an onslaught of a major uh, event. And we have to ask ourselves, are there any parallels between the COVID event, uh, and have the same strategies been deployed to keep us misinformed and to manipulate us uh, intentionally? That's the question we're going to get to today. And we start uh, with the parallels between 9-11 and COVID. First, is there foreknowledge of these events, drills, insider trading, predictive programming, i.e. foreshadowing of these events? Is there an elusive powerful enemy at play in both of these events? Is there a climate of fear that's been created? Is there extreme control of information and practices by powerful state agencies? Do we have an abuse of science? Are the responses far more harmful than the original problem? Do we, did we get a real investigation? Are the official accounts false? 
or are they true? Is the media involved in censoring uh, and, and ridiculing any questioning of the official narrative? Is the official narrative shifting based on the public's uh, buy-in or not to it? Are there serious conflicts of interest with suspicious benefits for insiders? Is there an, is there an implementation of draconian policies <clears throat> and surveillance based on uh, both of these sets of events? So let's start at the beginning, huh? Is parallel number one. If these were planned events, then we would expect people would know about it in advance and talk about it. So there would be foreknowledge. Let's take a look. In the case of 9-11, we have NORAD practicing 28 hijacking exercise events within two years of 9-11, and in fact, half of them on 9-11. Uh, let's take a look because we have a foreign, one of these events from NORAD uh, hijacks a foreign airliner, crashes it into a famous U.S. building. Uh, the next one, terrorists uh, run a Learjet uh, in, into an attack on Washington, D.C. And the, here there's many targets, uh, including the World Trade Center, from this exercise. So we have uh, terrorists uh, crashing Federal Express planes into the U.N. buildings uh, twice, in fact, one, once with WMD on them. Mm -hmm. And here a commercial aircraft attacks the Pentagon. So. We have Condoleezza Rice saying we never could have imagined terrorists crashing planes into buildings. And yet all of these exercises are simulating exactly that. Uh, in fact, here's another plane hitting the Pentagon in exercise number 18. Uh, we have terrorist uh, group hijacking commercial airliners, flying them into the Pentagon in, in number 12. And uh, also uh, in 14, we have a plane crashing uh, into New York City. We have a drone actually crashing into the Pentagon also. So that's about four into the Pentagon and about five or six into New York buildings. I mean, it's it's absolutely incredible what we have here, uh, diverting a top FBI, CIA, anti-terrorist special operations agents uh, on up to 9-11, including 9-11, uh, and equipment diverting them away from Boston, New York, and Washington, D.C. Uh, we have full battle staff levels uh, to test the entire uh, organization on 9-11, coincidentally, uh, flying hijacking, air defense, hijack multi uh, multiplication, diversion, and confusion uh, being created by Vigilant Guardian uh, on 9-11. Now, like, like you uh, had asked me before the show, what what is the motive uh, for these? Could it have been to uh, divert, distract the, uh, the the tech operators on the NORAD radar? Uh, it certainly served that function because there are many quotes uh, from them saying, is this real world or is this exercise? They didn't know. Can you get rid of these sims or simulations? But they didn't stop until after the Pentagon was attacked or certainly until after the second tower was attacked, uh, one or the other, or both, uh, depending on the simulations. So we have uh, all of our our, air, our fighters diverted up to Canada for a bombing exercise uh, from a Russian, responding to a Russian bomber, up to and including on 9-11. So uh, there's just so much to go through here, mm -hmm. but you got to realize that... Uh, this is clearly something that was not only uh, foretold, uh, but but seen ahead of time. And we were, uh, well, the 9-11 Commission was lied to by Condoleezza Rice, clearly. In fact, Osama bin Laden's face is on one of these terrorist uh, exercise uh, manuals. And, and the other one is targeting the World Trade Center towers themselves. So not only that, Anne, but on the day... Before 9-11, we have a major uh, uh, drill called Tripod 2, biochemical attack, where thousands uh, or hundreds uh, of FEMA, New York Police Department, FDNY, FBI military personnel are assembled in New York on Pier 92 on September 11th, 
preparing for an exercise drill the next day. So they were in place and ready to go. In fact, Giuliani uh, actually says it had hundreds of people there from all of these agencies getting ready for this attack. The equipment was already there. So we were able to establish a command center within three days that was two and a half to three times bigger than the command center that we had lost in Building 7. Remember, Building 7 was the third tower that came down on 9-11. Seems too so convenient. Were... <laughs> Seems too convenient. <laughs> yep, they knew it was coming down. Uh, let's listen to uh, uh, this FEMA uh, interview of FEMA by Dan Rather. Whoops. Let's try that again. Rescue worker with the National Urban Search and Rescue. It's part of FEMA, the Federal Disaster Relief Agency. Sir Tom Kennedy, Kenny from the Urban Search and Rescue team. But to be honest with you, uh, we arrived on uh, late Monday night and went into action on Tuesday morning. Went into action on Tuesday. Thank you for being honest with us, Kenny. Tuesday morning was 9-11. They were there in place the day before. It, how does it, it doesn't get any better than this. Oh, it does. Uh, the Cheney uh, in, in Bush administration, in that order, uh, was put on uh, Cipro. Uh, Cipro is an antidote or an antibiotic uh, usually given to, to anthrax attacks uh, victims. Uh, and in advance, in this case, why? They thought that the planes might have had uh, anthrax in them. There were some reports of that. Well, that was the purpose of the tripod to attack, was to was a biochemical attack, including simulated anthrax. So the question is raised here, was there supposed to be anthrax as part of this uh, attack? Uh, we can only speculate at this point. How about on the COVID side? We have event 201 in October of 2019, months, just months before the COVID outbreak, a tabletop exercise at Johns Hopkins anticipating the coronavirus <clears throat> nearly identical to the one <laughs> that mm -hmm. came, came out uh, three months later. So yes, indeed, this is a, a huge event, uh, which uh, anticipated not only the virus, and, but the, the vaccines that would be developed as a result of it, the uh, hesitancy on the part of those who were waking up already uh, to the dangers of such vaccines and vaccines in general. And they had an, a, a, a counter response to that hesitancy. Uh, it's really incredible. In fact, you also have Fauci back in 2017, announcing a pandemic under the next administration. There will be a surprise outbreak. Pandemic uh, preparedness. And if there's one message that I want to leave with you today, there is no question that there will be a challenge to the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases. So we clearly have this body of foreknowledge on the COVID side. How about insider trading? Well, on the 9-11 side, we have people betting millions that the value of the airliners and financial institutions would plummet on 9-11. Uh, these suspects were never interviewed or charged. Uh, the 9-11 Commission uh, did their investigation of these put options. And they found these spikes were completely off the charts uh, in terms of the uh, put options uh, that were purchased for United Airlines and American Airlines. And they found that these were not traceable to Al-Qaeda. So it couldn't be insider trading <laughs> because the insider was Al-Qaeda, not anybody else. Well, what, where did they, where did all these these leads uh, go to, they went to the uh, Deutsche Bank uh, with uh, Buzzy Krongard, uh, former CIA uh, lead. And uh, so they said, uh, well, wait, there's nothing to investigate there. My God. Uh, is there other insider trading? Uh, uh, whoops. On the part of 9-11 on the right side, we have four senators investigated for insider trading for, because they were 
briefed by intelligence officials about a forthcoming COVID or pandemic, uh, and they, they made bets. Uh, I don't know what they bet on, uh, but they did well, and that's why they were investigated. Also, we have conflicts of interest coming up for Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, if you can imagine that, mm. <laughs> the CDC, and the oh, yeah. WHO. Oh, yeah. Well, let's come back to that. Uh, on the 9-11 side, do we have number two, false official accounts? Well, we know it's a false official account that we have the myth of 19 fundamentalist hijackers. We proved that this was a complete myth because they didn't have access to blow up these buildings, uh, clearly. Uh, the planes and the jet fuel didn't cause the collapse of the towers. We saw those were done by explosives incendiaries, both. Uh, and fires didn't cause the collapse of Building 7. We saw that that was clearly a controlled demolition in right. deep dives number one, uh, well, number number two and three particularly. And then uh, the Pentagon was penetrated, was was it, uh, by Hani Hanjur, who failed Cessna flying school, but all of a sudden he's doing this incredible 270 degree, degree corkscrew uh, and then coming into the Pentagon and hitting where? Uh, not not uh, the vulnerable office structure through the roof, um, the vulnerable structure through the roof to Donald Rumsfeld's office, but straight into the departments of the Navy intelligence, which was auditing the $2.3 trillion that Donald Rumsfeld had announced the day before was missing from the Pentagon budget. So it's pretty it incredible. Is there any, uh, I, we've, I, a lot of people have seen these videos of what appears to be a missile hitting the Pentagon, Richard. Is that fake news? Could it have been a missile? Yeah, yeah the uh, the missile uh, is, is uh, you can actually see it in one of these fake videos. Um, uh, there, there's evidence uh, from half the 9-11 truth movement, if you will, about a, a plane actually hitting the building. Many don't believe that. They think no plane hit the building, that it was just explosions. And so we have a whole conference uh, lasting a whole day, 12 hours from these experts on our website, richardgage911.org. And you can watch uh, Barbara Honiger, David Chandler, uh, and uh, Massimo, no, yes, Massimo Mazzucco as well. Some of the evidence uh, highlighted by his uh, supporters. And then... Um, uh, the, the French uh, researcher also, <laughs> did I forget his name? Anyway, all that evidence uh, for those different theories is is all there. We won't dive into it here. But on the COVID side, um, we've got uh, a false official account by almost everybody's reckoning now this didn't come from bats. And yet that was the official dominant theme put out as propaganda by the U.S. and world media, indicating what? That they are completely uh, controlled and issuing false information on purpose. That's propaganda. That's not news, because this has all been discredited now by many sources, including the lead, uh, uh, the chairman of the commission, whose purpose was to this committee to find the source of, of the COVID. And he himself says, no, it's it's not bats. This is not a natural source. This came out of a lab. Well, that whole uh, effort had to be uh, abandoned because of uh, of all of, of the scandals created. He said he's pretty convinced that it didn't come out of a, bio, a biotechnology, that it did come out of a biotechnology lab. Uh, of course, that created a, quite a set of confusion among big pharma, the media, and the government. Uh, which, because this completely violated the official narrative from inside the Lancet. The Lancet is the top biomedical uh, journal in this country. And uh, eh, buenos días a todos, como decía, y, y bienvenidos a, a, right a este encuentro. Permítame presentarme, soy Daniel Romero Abreu, we'll presidente. Um, on the COVID side, we also have a million Americans now have died, and yet the official account doesn't show us that. It hardly shows us any deaths as a result uh, of, of the vaccines. We'll, we'll, we'll come to that. 
what I mean is they, they put out the, the false narrative that a million Americans have died from COVID. Well, what happened to the million Americans that, that die from the flu? The flu disappears right. for two and a half years. <laughs> According to official records, it's gone. Well, okay, it went away and all those deaths are attributed to COVID. Uh, false official accounts like masks, uh, wear masks to uh, flatten the curve when they don't work. Uh, lockdowns save lives when they actually cost lives has been as has been proven well proven since then uh, vaccines provide better immunity than natural immunity and vaccines that are safe and effective all of these proven false official accounts uh we'll we'll come back to some of those 911 uh we have an elusive powerful enemy here uh, also, hidden terrorists throughout the U.S. that could do massive damage to any of us with weapons of mass destruction at any time. Richard, Osama bin, yeah, I, I'm going to just remind you we're running a little bit on time right now. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, when do we stop? How many minutes? We should we should um, probably take a quick commercial break here shortly. So if you can wrap this up, we'll cut to commercial. Yeah. So when we come back after the commercial break, we're going to look at the elusive, powerful enemy on the side of 9-11. Extraordinary stuff. We'll be right back after this quick break. Freedom of speech is a basic human right that has been hard won and granted to all law-abiding Americans. As such, we should not take our freedom of speech and expression for granted. This is more important now than ever before, since world governments and the mainstream media often try to suppress those whose opinions differ from the so-called official narrative. Here at FridayOnStore.com, we are dedicated to fighting for every American's right to speak their mind without the fear of censorship or suppression. That's why every purchase you make at FridayOnStore.com supports our pro-liberty video sharing platform, Brighteon.com, so we can keep bringing you all the latest unrestricted videos videos mainstream media doesn't want you to see. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at RightyOnStore.com today. The boosters are killing millions. A vaccine holocaust has begun. We are seeing right now the highest death rates we have ever seen in the history of this business. The vaccinated have chronic COVID. Hey folks, guess you heard this morning I tested positive for COVID. But I've been double vaccinated, double boosted. They're drowning in bioweapon sludge. The generation of patriots are standing back and standing by. Christopher Key is leading the revolution. Good yeah, well, that's why they're poisonous with the water, the food, the supplements. Confronting corrupt corporations through peaceful protest and righteous resistance. Visit vaccine-police.com to stay informed on pure blood survival and products that keep your loved ones safe. Vaccine-police.com. And welcome back for the second half. This is, again, another nail-biter, nail cliffhanger with the Richard Gage of richardgage911.org. We are going through all the COVID and 9-11 parallels. And believe you me, these people have a playbook, Richard, do they not? And they like to execute it like lockstep. They just hammer it out. It's the same playbook, but just apply to a different, you know, spectacle, crisis, rabbit hole, whatever you want to call it. Uh, this is uh, patented deep state uh, terror and their control and the money laundering. And who is paying for this and who is suffering at the hand of these demons? It's us. This is unbelievable. It's like we're building our own gallows. And that's what we, in fact, have done with 9-11. I'm hoping that this show starts to really wake people up because you are exposing the people that are really behind this and showing the world that they use the same playbook over and over again. It's extraordinary. Yeah. And, and the playbook is is made transparent in these parallels. That's so right. uh, that's why I'm just so excited to bring this information, which came from Kevin Ryan uh, in, in his uh, first uh, presentation of this early on, I mean, like months after COVID had had uh, had broken out, he saw through this whole thing. I just expanded on it. Um, we left off with 
is there an elusive, powerful enemy? And on the 9-11 side, we saw that uh, terrorists uh, throughout the U.S. could do massive damage at any time, uh, anywhere, even in our own neighborhoods. Uh, we, we saw that Osama bin Laden, he's still at large, and we've got to fear him because he's orchestrating this whole thing from a cave in Afghanistan. Uh, <laughs> we, and it's, and it's, it's almost laughable. It, it is laughable. It, it's laughable. It, it is. Deadly lethal anthrax hidden in letter attacks, which was actually a real attack um, right. and, and not laughable in this case, with two senators uh, being targeted. By the way, the two senators, uh, Leahy and Daschle, who were holding up the Patriot Act from being passed, they were targeted. Uh, very dangerous situation. Uh, they uh, they 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 succumbed to uh, to passing the Patriot Act, which stole uh, many of our freedoms, as we'll come to here. Um, and then we have uh, Muslim terrorists, another elusive, powerful enemy. They could you know, put white powder in your mailbox uh, also. Um, on the COVID side, the viruses can't be seen. They can come at you from any person or surface that you touch. I was afraid to touch the ATM buttons because I could get COVID and die uh, from it. I mean, that's a, a tangible fear I felt in my own body. It can multiply inside of you. It can kill you. It can even kill your grandma uh, because you can pass it on uh, to her. Uh, we have this, uh, it's elusive, it's powerful, it's unpredictable. You have to hide behind a mask and hope that it doesn't get you. And you have to trust the vaccine now because it's your only hope uh, for being immune to this. That's and right. Trust Patriot Act. It's the only hope. The Patriot Act. They're going to listen to everything yep. you say because they're going to catch the bad guy while they're spying on you. Carry and on. And here on the COVID side, uh, it's been proven uh, acknowledged, admitted by uh, a vice, a Pfizer uh, uh, high-ranking official uh, that, no, uh, that we're going at the speed of science here. We didn't know, even though we told you, that uh, it would keep transmission from happening from person to person, the vaccine. Uh, but then they acknowledge, after it's been proven that it doesn't, well, what's the purpose of the vaccine if it doesn't prevent transmission? The purpose is coming up. Uh, it's to create this climate of fear. Now, on the 9-11 side, we have fear-based media propaganda about Muslim terrorism 24-7 following 9-11. We have threat-level code indicators of how afraid we're supposed to be based on where that needle goes and it was constantly at yellow and dipping into orange and even red uh, following 9-11. Uh, we have um, uh, the alarm on the COVID side, alarmist predictions of mass death. You know, if you don't uh, uh, flatten the curve with lockdowns and masks, we're told that the, the hospitals were overcrowded. But when journalists went there, they couldn't find anybody in most of the hospitals. Uh, because people were afraid to go there. They uh -uh. weren't overcrowded at all. I, I was and one mass... of those journalists. I, I went in my own local hospital. There was nothing going on. Zero. Ah, yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad you followed up there. Yeah. And then at the one hospital that we have on mainstream television in New York, they're proven to be crisis actors uh, lining up, waiting to get their tests and their shots. Uh, not the shots at that time, uh, but but the tests. Right. Uh, and, uh, and, and they're coughing, you know. COVID cases and death numbers grossly exaggerated. In fact, exponentially, as we'll see. Asymptomatic people can become super spreaders. Uh, the pandemic of the unvaccinated, as uh, uh, famously told to us by uh, Joe Biden. Uh, and it turns out later that, in fact, the spreading uh, by the vaccinated is even much greater. Uh, than the unvaccinated. So it's actually a pandemic of the vaccinated, as uh, we've been seeing with the incredible numbers of deaths uh, on uh, from the athletes, 769 of them to date, uh, 770 as a result of the football player who uh, fell down after hardly uh, being touched uh, in 
involved in a, a mass tackling. Uh, obviously, he wasn't even hit in in that event, and yet uh, I don't. Well, I don't think he he died. Actually, he was no, he sick. did not die. In fact, today, Richard, good news. He woke up and is holding his parents or some his you know his family's hands. Uh, so he's still in intensive care. That is the latest on Damar Ham- Hamlin. So, sure. yeah, we're keeping him in our prayers because he's clearly a victim of something. And uh, I hope that something doesn't prove to be the COVID shot. But we know the Buffalo Bills was a 100% vaccinated team. And only those that spoke out against it were the ones that made headlines like uh, Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, this is terrible. The, t- the tragedy continues in America's favorite pacifier known as football. Continue well, we on. Keep our eyes open. Uh with regard to the NFL players, because they're they're if if people have seen the movie died suddenly, yeah. they'll see dozens and dozens and dozens of examples of people uh, keeling over in the middle of their activities, mostly uh, athletic activities. On the COVID side, we also have extreme control of information. Uh, uh, parallel number five by government agencies and international corporations. The CDC, the WHO, NIAID, um, Pfizer, Gates, uh, controlling the propaganda and feeding it to the media. Uh, The White House National Security Council itself was placed in control of that Event 201 drill that we saw earlier that predicted uh, an outbreak of a pandemic three months later uh, on the tabletop exercise. Now, Bill Gates himself is granting the international media $319 million. Well, why would the gentleman who gains the most uh, from his patents, as we'll see on the the virus itself and the vaccines, uh, be giving $319 million uh, to the media? Well, they say it's to help educate the public. But uh, really, uh, what are they doing? They're doing the fear propaganda uh, and other propaganda uh, serving the will of Big Pharma, which Bill Gates is um, intimately uh, benefiting from, uh, that is, their profits. Number five, uh, also we have on the COVID side, uh, uh, praising the human immune system early on before the the, the official narrative shifts Mm-hmm. Let's listen. If she really has the flu, she definitely doesn't need a flu vaccine. Next, if she really has the flu, she right. should not get it again. No, she think. doesn't need it because the, it, it's the be, it's the most potent vaccination is getting infected yourself. If the getting infected is the most potent vaccination, and most Americans, I believe, were infected with COVID and did mm-hmm. just fine, then they don't need the vaccine, according to the leader uh, who's been telling us now that all of a sudden everybody's got to be vaccinated because, in fact, we don't uh, have a, an, an, an effective herd immunity whatsoever anymore, all of a sudden. So here you got Gates actually funding the fact checkers, not just the media with that $319 million grant, but the Facebook fact checkers are funded by Gates himself. Now, is that a conflict of interest? I'll say, I will say that very much so. (laughs) Very much so. We also have a problem with this extreme control of information right off the bat. uh, We have this Mm -hmm. famous UK computer modeling catastrophic projections, uh, which were used uh, to drive the world's response to COVID-19. He said, we're going to have massive deaths, uh, 20 million per day, if we don't do something. Because he used the computer, uh, because with computers, you have garbage in, garbage out. You can pretty much prove anything you want, just like NIST did, trying to prove the unprecedented collapse of Building 7 and the Twin Towers with their computer models, which are completely fraudulent, as we disproved in Deep Dive number 3. We have uh, research that is getting, uh, that is driving policy. And so you got bad research driving bad policy, predicting 500,000 deaths if government took 
no action. So Boris Johnson comes out almost immediately announcing stringent new restrictions on people's movement. So is the goal here control of people or control of the spread of the virus? We're, we're, we're pretty much learning uh, what's going on really here. The primary model that was used to justify lockdowns failed in its first real test, according to this article by Philip Magnus. He says, extreme disparities between the projections and reality. In fact, they had to, uh, it, it, was, it was so bad that it became well known, but uh, not reported in the media. How, how bad the, the science actually was there. Uh, on, nine, on the 9-11 side, with abuse of science, parallel number six, we have the uh, irrefutable evidence of explosive demolition, but not even looked at by NIST, the National Institute of Standards and Technology, who was tasked by Congress to explain these collapses to the American people. We have seismic evidence. They didn't use that. Uh, uh, accurately. Uh, in fact, they manipulated it. Correct. As we saw, paying Columbia University to actually uh, change their data in order to fit the official narrative. We have right. hundreds of eyewitnesses of explosions, yet NIST says there's no eyewitnesses of explosions. We have extreme temperatures of molten iron, which they completely ignore. FEMA found it documented in their Appendix C in 2002, but NIST completely threw it out when they took over the investigation. We have evidence of microspheres, uh, molten iron microspheres in chips of nanothermite, as we saw in deep dive number five uh, uh, just last week. Be sure to go back and see all these deep dives from the uh, this series with uh, Ann Vandersteel, uh, because this is... Uh, in, this is it's all laid out for you you don't have to do anything now you you guys who are Anne's audience are pretty well aware of some of these manipulations on the covid side others are not and are going to benefit from realizing the abuse of science like the ignoring of the established science of natural immunity in the body and the population and, and the two-year safety efficacy studies that weren't completed though they were promised uh, by uh, Big Pharma, uh, 20,000 placebo recipients were ended up being vaccinated. So you eliminate the control group, which That's is right. exactly what they did. You remember that? That's exactly uh, right. Recipients, re participants. It, it, it was part the of their cover-up. It was part of the cover-up, Richard, no different than when they were trying to bury the 75 years of data, just like Nancy Pelosi wants to seal the files on J6. They just want to cover it up, seal it up, so nobody can ever read through it and see just how they conspired to work against Americans. Terrible. That's that's right. And the manipulation of disease statistics and death certificates uh, by statisticians. In other words, COVID deaths is any death accompanied with a positive test. You think I'm kidding? Listen to the health department director of the state of Illinois. I just want to be clear in terms of the definition of people dying of COVID. So the case definition is, is very simplistic. It means at the time of death, um, it was a COVID positive diagnosis. So that means that if you were in hospice and had already been given, you know, a few weeks to live, and then you also were found to have COVID, that would be counted as a COVID death. It means that if, um, technically, if even if you died of a clear alternate cause, but you had COVID at the same time, it's still listed as a COVID death. So um, everyone who's listed as a COVID death doesn't mean that that was the cause of the death, but they had COVID at the time of death. I hope that's They helpful. had COVID, meaning they had a case, meaning they tested positive. But what about those tests, right? Uh, those fake tests, those those tests that were never designed to do, to do this, as here as as spew as told by Kerry Mullis, the inventor of the PCR test, he said they were not designed for that. Well, let's look at it because the cases mount in many many articles uh, for, uh, to false positives is what they're getting, and like you said, Kerry Mullis, uh, he, he he got the Nobel Prize. I mean, he's the guy, right? And what did he say? the The results are meaningless with a PCR. You can if you do it well, you can find almost anything in anybody. That's it's right. not 
to be used for diagnostic purposes. That's right. So I, <laughs> it doesn't get any more clear than this. Uh, so, and then you've got, okay, well, so what happens true, when you move at the speed of science, I guess, Richard, you overlook some facts. <laughs> uh, the facts like the, the, the incredible effectiveness of early treatment with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Thank you, Dr. Zelenko. Thank you, Dr. Zelenko. <laughs> yeah, yes. Dr. Zelenko, the pioneer on this subject and many others, uh, Iver, this disputed this Wall Street Journal, ivermectin didn't reduce COVID-19 hospitalizations. Well, how did they come to that conclusion? With the abuse of science. They cited a flawed, unpublished study concluding ivermectin didn't reduce COVID-19 hospitalizations, tanking a key systematic review showing that ivermectin could have saved millions of lives. A large study finding that ivermectin does not reduce risk, according to the New York Times, yet, uh, as the wonderful uh, Children's uh, Health Defense Organization by uh, Bobby Kennedy, uh, we have proof ivermectin, uh, uh, well, the subject line that they're disproving is ivermectin failed as a COVID treatment, um, but they didn't critique the study itself. They only quoted the opinion of right. Dr. David Bulware, an infectious disease expert at the University of Minnesota. So if you dive into the details, you actually find, as demonstrated in nearly every subgroup, that ivermectin recipients fared better than those who received the placebo. And you can see that by the dots uh, being on the left side of the vertical line, uh, to put it short. Uh, if we zoom in on the comparison here, we find that um, the percentage of, of uh, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine at 63% each was uh, far above the other group. And... Uh, the other group uh, being uh, much, much lower, as you see on the left side, right. uh, those percentages. Early treatment with those two right there would have saved millions of lives if they had just stepped, stayed out of the hospitals. So the Lancet, the, the, the best, the most prestigious uh, journal in, in the country, had to retract the paper that halted the hydroxychloroquine trials. Uh, it, it just gets better and better the deeper you go into it in terms of your, your vision. Uh, about how manipulated this stuff is. Number seven, parallel, a response far more harmful than the original problem. In 9-11, we have 2 million Muslims killed. In Afghanistan and Iraq, 7,000 U.S. soldiers dying in combat. Many times more than that, having taken their lives, the veterans, uh, as a result of the extreme trauma from those battles. We have a $6.5 trillion global war on terror and a complete drain on the U.S. Treasury. And so that's the price we paid to invade Afghanistan and right. Iraq. That's the price there. We, we have other prices uh, paid on our civil liberties. Uh, we have uh, through the Patriot Act, the Military Commissions Act, the National Defense Authorization Act of 2012, completely stripping us. Any of us, Anne, can be arrested without a right to a lawyer, a trial, a jury, without a right uh, to, um, to of the presumption of, of innocence. And we can even be uh, tortured. We can be assassinated without uh, any due process whatsoever. That's what we have now, thanks to the Patriot Act, which keeps getting renewed uh, on an emergency basis, even 20 years after 9-11. With the addition of the Homeland Security, the emerging police state, Middle East injustices, draining of our treasury, the illegal spying, and what's right. become a surveillance state. All of that is a result of 9-11. What about COVID? Well, We've got about two minutes left, just so you're, I'm keeping you honest on the clock. <laughs> Thanks so much. And we have masks um, that uh, uh, are far more harmful than, than, than the COVID itself to people with carbon dioxide and, and poisons that are designed to be expelled. Lockdowns causing personal economic destruction. Tens of million people put out of work. That's the price. The cost of unemployment insurance 
right. uh, alone uh, as everybody's being paid now, getting us used to a, a guaranteed basic universal income. Uh, if you do the research into that, the destruction of our economy, uh, as documented by Santiago Garcia, the hidden costs of national lockdowns published where the Lancet, <laughs> but then ignored. Huh? Yeah. Vaccines proving to be far more dangerous than the original COVID itself. When we come back in deep dive number seven, we're going to go in to parallels seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14, uh, because these go back and forth at an incredible level of revelation to those of us who didn't know about these. Let's start with the dangers of vaccines next time. Richard, again, another cliffhanger, extremely informative. These deep dives, I think, are peeling back the onion so we can see the rotten core. And I, I'm looking forward to getting to the final episode, not because I want this to be the final time you and I meet, but because I think America is going to really, once and for all, finally know who was behind it, how they did it. And it's going to be up to the grand jury that is going to get assembled when they witness all this evidence from 9-11 COVID, uh, excuse me, 9-11 COVID, 9-11 crime scene to courtroom, your documentary that you're putting together for which people that are interested can go to your site, richardgage911.org and become a producer, help contribute to these efforts because it has been a labor of love and a pursuit of truth by a, someone of high integrity as yourself. You and your wife, Gail, have done an amazing job. Thank you very much. Thank you, Anne. I'm looking forward to the next one. You got it. We will see you back next Friday for another exciting edition here of 9-11, exploring the parallels of COVID, 9-11, and of course, getting to the bottom of all this. Appreciate your time today, Richard. You betcha.